Athena. Yes. The whistle. I, I'm imagining that there's a, a like old timey steam whistle that uh, sounds your the beginning of your shift every morning. It's the uh, it's your wake up alarm. But do you think Athena? You are all given like a very lights all turn off for seven hours, and there's just no light for those seven hours. You're expected to be sleeping for those seven hours. Would you be sleeping? Oh no, I have a gem of brightness. You do indeed. I would be using that to read. So yeah, you do. Um, you use it to read up and study. And make an investigation check real quick. We'll see how... Is a 16. 16. Okay. So. After several days of working there. After about, we'll say, 10 days. Or, yes. How long is a fortnight again? It's, it's, it's 20 days. Yes, yes, yes. Halfway through your time there, you took notice of something in particular. Um, when you enter into your office area, there's basically a small window where um, scrolls and envelopes are pushed through and they fall into a big bin. And um, people typically grab those and, you know, that's what they work on for the day. These things need translating and they have instructions on where they're to be sent. Um, you've noticed that there are occasionally three or four scrolls that are bound with um, like black ribbon. And not sure what that's about. But they are always at the top of the pile. So somebody puts them in either very late or very early. Yep, either late at night or before anything really starts. And they're always taken by the same person who's always the first one up seems to be up before everybody else and they go and collect those in addition to a couple of other things they're always careful to collect those ones in particular is it leal it is not leal Um, have I the you have spoken to them not uh, very uh, in depth, but this man is our niece. 
our niece. Mm-hmm. He's our niece. I love that. <laughs> no, um, our niece is this man's name. He's a bit younger. He's got a short, uh, scraggly black beard. And... Um, he keeps to himself, for the most part. You did see somebody else once uh, grab that scroll, and he very... Um, one of the scrolls that arrived that day. He just didn't get to it right away, or somebody knew, barreled through and grabbed something up, and he nearly gotten in, got into a physical altercation over somebody else taking his scrolls. Is there anything like special about him? Like, does he get? Is there any difference in the way he's treated or his workspace or anything? It doesn't appear to be. He is... Um, he's significantly more well-groomed than everybody else. Um, it's not like anybody's going anywhere during your... Uh, during your time um, in the complex. Nor would, like, any of the other people that you've worked with, you don't think that they would see um, those things as anything other than a waste of money for your time down there. It's just sticking to the minimum. Sure, wash but you you don't need to oil your hair you don't need to um use any perfumes you don't need to trim your nails finely every day this is just somebody who clearly is um make a make an insight check we'll see what you pick up from that yes. before i just say <clears throat> tell me more uh, 21. He comes from money. Yeah. Do I... Are his um, scrolls deposited the same place as everyone else at the end? Or did they go somewhere else? It's a very good question. I wasn't... I was going to have you um, later... Roll to see if you even noticed. But if it's something you... <laughs> exactly. He does snatch them out, and you've Ooh. also taken note that he does not deliver them in any of the receptacles where you guys um, put your own. Interesting. He seems to bring them back with him to his sleeping quarters. Is Leal done with his shift? I remember he only had a few more days, or is he still around? He's still around. Okay, then I would just ask what that guy's deal was. Just stay out of his business and 
He won't make any trouble for you. Does he like to make trouble? Not if you keep out of his business. Do you know what his business is? Same as all of us. It's just matter of time. Spending it however he sees fit. Did he assign himself to those special scrolls or did someone assign him to them? Special scrolls? Well, no one else takes their work back to their rooms with them. Um, and by the way, he's responding to you. You can tell it's not something that uh, Leal has taken notice of. Just curious if I should be doing the same if this one's taking me too long. Just take it back with me, send it out in the morning. No, you didn't pay attention to the orientation. You're not supposed to take it back with you. Interesting. And that goes for everyone. Hi. Good. Listen, try not to put yourself uh, locked deeper in this place. You don't want to do my paperwork, Leo? Yeah, an outsider. I'm sure it'd just be ten times as complicated. It's a first offense. Could be easy. Yeah, that's not really uh, taken into account as often as you'd think. No, I'm not actually that surprised. Have I had, outside of this conversation, have I had any other uh, communications from anyone else in the party while I've been in there at all? Mm -hmm. um, direct messages to you would basically be strictly prohibited. Um, effectively, everything that you're working on is supposed to be kept like within uh, the building itself. Mm -hmm. They don't want to risk anybody copying down information and sending it to outside sources or anything okay. quite like that. That makes sense. So I'm like, 
having a vacation from my friends for, like the first time in a long time. Like getting and it's been great. <laughs> Finally sleeping really good for my health. Mm-hmm. Um okay. Oh, have I learned anything um interesting from any of this translating? Or anything that I would want to report back? Or is it my um, late... Roll, roll a... Yeah, roll a D100. It has been very ni- mind-numbing. At first, you found it very, like, ooh, spicy gas or <laughs> things like that. Mm-hmm. But after a while, oh, you couldn't... 65. 65. Yeah, nothing, nothing um, particularly spicy. Um, have I seen any prisoners? No. You do know, um, during orientation, technically there is a way to get to that area of the prison, but it would take you past the... Um, the warden off you'd basically need to go directly through um the warden barracks um further within there is a smaller warden barracks within the prison they do something similar to you what you guys do they go in for shifts that are weeks long Oh, am I the only outsider in working mm-hmm. in Penn? What's yes, the general yes, vibe with that? Do they think it's weird? Do they ignore me? Um, it took you a while for anybody to speak directly to you. Um, But there, there hasn't been much other than um, people just not taking you seriously. Leal's the only one that you've been able to get some sort of um, connection with throughout your time here. Um, has there been any uh, mentioning of like under members of the underhand that I've processed anything like that? Strangely, no. That's all I needed to know. Now I know everything. <laughs> I know <laughs> who's running the joint. <laughs> All right, then I'm just going to keep tabs on our niece and just see where he puts his fun scrolls. Okay. So, um, keeping tabs on him, 
you eventually learn that he, like, say, for example, you woke up at 7 a.m. He's always up at 6.50 and um, arrives, like, about 10 minutes early to grab those scrolls in particular. Um, you stayed up pretty late and noticed that they haven't um, shown up, so they must be arriving in the early hours. And have I seen ever where if he deposits them anywhere different? Or anything, or just that he takes them back to his place. That seems to be what he's doing. You haven't seen him, like, stick them in his pocket or anything like that. It's just they aren't going into any of the typical receptacles. And he doesn't work out there where everyone else is. He's going back to his own. No, he works out oh, where everybody is? else okay. does. It's just you are all in, basically, cubicles. Mm-hmm. All right, so besides his his snootiness, is there anything else that I would view like like have I learned his last name at all? Um, make a persuasion check. Okay. This will just be at some point while you were in here, you. Maybe sat next to him in in the lunchroom, struck up a conversation. Nice. Except, yeah, except it's Athena talking. Except to you tripped and your tray and chocolate milk <laughs> oh, just went no. all over him, and you haven't spoken to him since. <sighs> and it was on pizza day too, so. Ugh. Mortifying. All right. Well, I guess I'll just trail him till he has to take a bathroom break and then just take a little walk around his cubicle just to see what the haps is. Okay. That is an option. Um, <laughs> you, have, you have a couple of options. That's a good example of one. Um, you could... Because your rooms aren't, you don't really have doors um, to your rooms. Um, they are enclosed-ish, but with an open door, um, door frame. And uh, so you could go to his cubicle while he's in the bathroom, or you could try to... Um, Watch him in his room without being noticed somehow. I don't know if you can or stealth is. No, my I'm not going to make. I'm not going to make any assumptions for Athena, but uh, um, <laughs> like a shadow, always. So I think. You, oh, go ahead. Or um, another thing that you could do. You've handled the scrolls many, many times, and. Not his specific scrolls or anything, just these scrolls in general. You know that in a pinch you could reseal 
the wax without making it look like it had been opened. Absolutely. Do that. So if you snuck over to the receptacles even earlier than he did, you could maybe look at the information and put them back. What I would do. Yup. Because there's nothing else to hold my attention right now, so I gotta know about the fancy <laughs> black ribbons. <laughs> the black ribbons. I to know. Okay. And you do just that. With no lights other than your gem of brightness, you bring it along with you into the area. <coughs> and you find out from first-hand experience that they're dropped into the bin at... Obviously, they don't use our time metrics, but um, they're dropped into the bin at like 6.15 every morning. Um, well, I would take one and go back to my cubicle. I wouldn't sit around by the receptacle and wait for him to find me. I'd go back to mine. Like I was still okay. working on it the night before. Okay. And you view it. And it seems like any other document um, that you've been handling for the last couple of weeks. Nothing's standing out to you right away. But go ahead and make um, an intelligence check with advantage. As you're trying to decipher this. Eleven. You eventually find you find. <clears throat> That there's always some sort there is some sort of cipher in these. That is about your third day of doing the same thing, grabbing one out, looking it over, resealing it, putting it back. There is some sort of cipher to them. And they all have typically information about a particular prisoner. Not the same prisoner. It's a different prisoner every time. And there is some sort of... Um, you finally find the pattern in these. One of the sections on every one of these forms that you've been working on is an employment, effectively employment history, where they've worked before, 
um, references and things like that. And every single one that has a black ribbon written on it has done work in the mines. And this is just being come across as this is these are prisoners in different way, not like they're now dead or being shipped to no. another area. They're all being sent to pendings. These yes, these are all people being processed in pendings. Um, are the reasons uh, always different? Yeah, yeah. There doesn't like this is after doing this for a couple of days. This is the only commonality between all of them. Um, no, it's, that's very interesting. The mines, the mines, except for the mines again. That was four, two. So that's where yes. Rio is. It is. Oh, my, but I don't know. Okay. Well, I will keep an eye on that. Good. And you still haven't answered what he's doing with the scrolls. Yeah, what the Well, I've memorized his bathroom schedule at this point, so can I sneak into his room and see if there's a a little bank suction cup tube from his bedroom to the outside? Make an investigation check. As long as it's not stealth. Eighteen. Mm. Eighteen. So what you do find is that um, the scroll itself has found its way basically into his laundry basket. Ew, I wouldn't look <laughs> 
And you found it right away. It was the first place you looked. You're like, and he's unmentionables. Here we go. I'm so bored, you guys. <laughs> What's going on in here? Um, but yeah, they, they've been... Um, they like slipped into... Um, just wrapped and put into uh, the other things. So does he have a whole bunch in there? Or is his laundry being taken out daily? Everybody's is being taken out daily. No one's taking mine? (laughs) Except for yours. (laughs) That's that's weird. Wow! No, no, no. Actually, yours is... Yours is um yours is being taken out like weekly because <laughs> laundry service is one of those things that you have to pay for. His he pays for daily. Well then, now I know. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I'm gonna scurry out of there. Go see if I can up my laundry services. <laughs> Just you know, go, go raid a couple more laundry baskets. Yeah, Athena. <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> yeah, sure. Can I work in the laundry this week for funsies? Come on, girl. No. No. Denied. Okay. Well then, well then. Exactly. Okay, we'll come back to you. Okay, thank you. Diego. Yes. Hi there. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) So, you've been trying to refine your um, invention and work and ways to improve the process and things like that. I had, I had an idea as well, because I had some discussion. I had just, so I spoke with, uh, I think his name is Nislin, my supervisor. Huh? Oh, no, and then also in the last session, I was, I was like looking around um, and I was reading through some information about how like they're trying to increase um, the amount of pug moves and stuff like that. Oh yeah. So Diego has <laughs> mating season has become Diego has ideas about about breeding that we're gonna So get ready everyone. No stop <laughs> pug move breeding stop it <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was I was hoping to talk to the supervisor about that because the hope the hope is to gain favor here and try and connect with my relative a bit more. Right, exactly. Um while you're doing that, go ahead and let's see. Um Make a persuasion check, but uh, add 
add on top of the result your intelligence modifier. Okay. As as a bonus result to it. Alrighty. Uh, let's see. Plus intelligence is a twenty-two. Wow. Twenty-two. Yes. So this was this was essentially your uh, Shark Tank um, pitch meeting for him. Now hear me out. <laughs> this is gonna yeah, sound crazy. You know, by the end he's like, "All right, you know, it looks like you've got a penchant for animal husbandry that I wasn't aware of." So. I'm gonna take this up as far as it'll go. <laughs> well, we'll uh, I barely understand half of what you said, but I understand that it's important, and somebody more well-knowing than me needs to hear this. So, I'm going to try to schedule you a meeting um, with one of the one of well our. Main proprietor. Uh, that be uh, would that be Kildare? Or no? So what's yeah? Kildare is the one that I'm. Yes. Is it? I'm just no. My... It would not be Kildare. Oh. I don't is think. It... Oh no, it's Thorazin, that's right. Thorazin. Yeah, it would be Thorazin. Sorry. <laughs> no. Sorry. <laughs> it's because in my notes I still have Thorazin as a warden, but I forgot that he he like left being a warden to go do the exotic animal thing. <laughs> exactly. Do you know who Kildare is? Is that in your notes? It's in my notes, but I have not met him yet or have not gained any other insights about him. Other so you than don't know who. I know that Kildare is a owner of one of the coal mines. Okay. Cool. So, Just, you know. Yeah. Information for pe other people who know things. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe somebody else is looking for information on the mines or something like that. Who knows? Coal mines? <laughs> <laughs> you never tell me. <laughs> Diego! How did you never tell me about never. the coal mine? Screw you, Diego! <laughs> Right, oh, very so, uh, good. The meeting would be with Thorazin, then? You presume. Okay. But instead, <laughs> they, they, shave, they shave your head, they give you a fake white beard, and they send you to a abandoned office building in the, on, the, on the fourth floor, and then you meet uh, with oh, Tosh. You were too was Diego all along. Yes. It was freaky. Doing. <laughs> no. Um. Your uh, meeting. Um. Basically, uh, your uh, supervisor leaves immediately to get you in touch with him. Excellent. Going to find out how long it'll take for a response. Because there are a couple of other pressing matters occurring around this time. Understood. Okay. Um, you 
will be heading down to the third step later today. Is that, just to remind me, is that where Dona lives? Is the third step? You don't know where Dona lives. Um, Dona was seen on the second step uh, in our last session. Correct. She was um, there at, at Solace, but yeah. I wasn't sure if... That's... And if Dona... You know that the majority of nobles, especially of the four major houses, live on the fourth step. Oh, the fourth step. Okay. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Understood. Um... Okay, and then when when is that meeting happening? It'll be later today. Later today, okay. Mm-hmm. Start making my poster boards. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my PowerPoint presentation. No. <laughs> uh -huh. Exactly. Um Hosh. Um, could somebody help remind me, um, your meeting, did it take place on the fourth step or was it on the third step? Was I remembering? Did he go down to two? No, only Three. Alexis went. Yeah, Rio went yeah. down to two. I think Tosh was on the third step third, for Was it on the third? Okay, mm -hmm. that's what I'm remembering now and falsely remembered a little bit ago. Okay. Tosh. Speaking yes. of the third floor, you had just overheard the exchange. Yes. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm banking on my value to Fenelon. But I'll kill him if, if I have to. So I'm going to play it cool. Play it cool. Cool. Oh, yeah. Okay. You sneak back into the office room. Absolutely. A few moments later, Fenelon enters in. Whoa. How would you say that meeting went? As he closes the door behind him. I don't think he was the right buyer. You, you don't think he was the right buyer. Well, you I said, said there were good. options and I found you the best one. He offered me a hundred gold per month, as well as protections. Right. Instead of Paying a hundred gold or more per month. His protections weren't even well defined. I'm not going to get the council to agree to anything. Unless. Unless there's more value there. 
You have to understand the electrum is sacred to us. Right. And that, I thought, was the point of these types of meetings. I tried Doing to make them understand that. Yes, these small negotiations where there is some exchange, protections offered, and a stipend of gold added on top of that. He wasn't offering the type I of thought, that I wanted. I thought all of that was preferable to marauders coming and taking your entire forest by force. But if that's not how you wanted the arrangement to go, I wanted more than that. With a promise of more Electrum. He wasn't open. Right. Well, I guess I'll find you another buyer. I'll be waiting. Hmm. Who have you got in mind? Tell you what. About I give you a little tour. You've been so curious about where your electrum ends up down here. Well, our former mutual friend he let me know a little bit about where it all goes it just so happens to be a place i have access to where is it Do you want me to tell you, or would you rather I show you? You can... Yeah, you can show me. Let's go. All right. <laughs> and, uh... He walks with you for a bit. And you aren't going back towards the fourth step or the fifth step or <laughs> anywhere like that. Instead, he's taking you towards the second step. Oh, is that where they're doing it then? All the way down there. Must be important. Yeah. It can be. 
so. Rausch. Have you gotten nervous at all uh, using these looks? What does that mean? Are they not safe? They're plenty safe. It's just, you know, accidents happen. Sometimes people aren't very careful. As the lift itself begins heading down from the third step to the second step with both of you standing on it. Is there a lift keeper with us? No, he's up at the top. Ah, and how far of a drop is it? Um, currently, it's about 200 feet. No, I... But you do, you do notice that the lift itself begins slowing down and then comes to a complete halt. There you go. Well, that's strange. <laughs> Just when I was talking about it. <laughs> Isn't that always the case? Uh, I pull out my sword and just hold it straight out at him. Oh. Don't try anything. <laughs> ah, Tosh, Tosh, Tosh. I will say, I'm slightly relieved you aren't as thick as you seem to be. Bring me down or bring me up. Or you'll be making a fool yourself. <laughs> Will I know? How about instead? I promise. I won't touch you. But come over here. I need to show you something. You'll show me from where you're at. And he walks over and stands near the edge. Is he looking at me or is he looking over the edge? He's looking over the edge. Like I said, something I need to show you. I'll walk over, but I keep my sword on him and I'm like not walking right next to him. I'm there's a right, right. You're being me. careful. All right now. Let's see. Right there. You see that sunstone looking structure down there in the distance. Hey. Right about now. Your friend should be entering in sight. And you see almost on cue. Rio and somebody else entering into the temple. What have you done with her? I haven't done a single thing. Nor do I intend to. 
Well, that's where she is. And your friend Diego, he's currently on the fifth step at work. You're at the sixth step, whichever one that one is. That's on. Sixth. The sixth step. At his place of employment. As well as your other friend, Athena. Currently in pendings. Do you know why I happen to know where all of them are right this moment? Because it's your job to know. I and because I'm not the one watching them. Who is? I am I am only one part of this operation. So you can kill me, that's fine. But if I don't make it down to the bottom of this lift, your friends won't live to see the sun ever again. Then keep it moving. We'll both make it down together. <laughs> if you do make it down, the same thing goes for your friends. They still won't live to see then bring me back up. sunrise. I'll go back to the sixth step. See, I wasn't... If it were my decision, I would do the just that. If I had it my way, I might line you up another buyer. But I'm under orders. My orders are not to let you leave this lift alive. Or, optionally, you accidentally fall. And, you know, you're leaving it alive, but only, only temporarily, is it? What if I can get you some Electrum now? Hmm. It doesn't. Sure. I take it. But I'd have bigger issues within minutes. Seeing as I clearly disobeyed a direct order. Is all theater, Tosh. There were no other buyers. Well, then you lied to me. I was misled. I've been lying to you this whole time. That's not a good way to perform a business relationship. 
it because it wasn't a business. What was it? Like I said, it was theater to try to keep you from asking questions. But it wasn't just me that you were asking questions to, and you had far more information than you had any right knowing. And it made you a danger. And all of your friends potentially have similar targets painted on their backs now. Unless I can tell them, assure them, that you did not inform them that you were the only one privy to this information. that it died with you. Well, then I'll go. If you can ensure that they'll be protected. I... I can. Can I have a moment? Certainly. And he takes a few steps back. I'll give you some privacy. I'll tell you, there's nothing quite better than uh, freeing your waters off the lift. Go for it. I just need to make I'm my just... Right, right, I'll give you your privacy uh, I go over like in the corner how big is the lift it's about um, and I probably said it before but that was just me um, making a determination in the moment but it's about 60 feet wide and 30 feet um, Because it's designed for like lifting, lifting and lowering cargo, okay. so it's sixty by thirty. Uh, is there like an area where I could jump off of it? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. There are safety railings along the side, but they're like safety railings, so. Um, I make my way over to like the side, kind of far away from wherever Fenellan is, mm -hmm. where I could jump off, and I'm gonna kneel down. Um, but as I kneel down, I'm gonna. Uh, be casting fly on myself. Um, but just without him noticing it is my goal. Yeah. 
just as, but like, yeah, kind of going as if I'm <laughs> making peace with uh, whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What's my, uh, obviously my heart's beating pretty fast right now. Is my sword doing anything? Is my tattoo doing anything? Is anything going on? Um, as everything was lowering down and when you initially felt like you were going to have to fight, you were excited and the sword was excited. But as soon as it became clear, Fenelon had no intention of fighting. It was just a mm, disappointment. Um, okay. Then I'm going to, um, stand up on the edge of the railing. My eyes, are my eyes glowing or anything? Like, if he, like, is there anything he would do that, like, if he saw me, he would know that I had a, I had a spell on me or anything? Or am I just... No, not necessarily. Um, you did well by, um asking for a moment so he basically didn't watch as you cast the spell you would have to say words or whatever the yeah, right. semantic but there isn't an active um glow about you for fly because that one tends to be pretty obvious when it's active on people i have your word then Fenelon. they'll be safe hey you do Then I'll take my leave. Good luck. And I go just, uh, I kind of like dive off the edge. You very dramatically like hold out your arms and just fall. And as you're falling for the brief little bit that you allow yourself to fall, you just hear a little bit of what Fenelon says. It's just like, shit, I didn't think you'd do it. And then he, you go. So I, yeah, I mean, I, I would basically just be flying straight down as much as I can, just trying to make it, obviously. Like, I'm, I'm hoping he was far enough away as well when I left, when I did jump, so that he'd have to run over to the edge. And by that point, I already would have hit the ground. Mm -hmm. With my mm -hmm. hope. Like, if he was, you know, 60 feet away or 50 feet away. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he wouldn't be able to... It would take have... him a while to get over. Yeah, exactly. He wouldn't. You'd be beyond like where he could reasonably see you. So I would. Uh, I guess I didn't think about this first. What was? What's right below me? Directly below you, there's just a sort of large, empty area. There is like a bunch of gears and stuff beneath where the uh, the lift like uh, settles. So there's. Yeah, um, what looks like a big industrial meat grinder down there. Well, I'd fly down um, and land right next to one of those. Uh, mm -hmm. Land like 
kind of face down. Like, basically, like, look at as if I was dead. So I would just fly straight down and uh, lay on the ground, pretending to be dead. Right. Okay. Okay. I see what you're doing. I want to see what he does. Okay. So, yeah, you you lie down on the ground. And a few moments later, you see his head peek over. And he looks disappears once again and you hear some shouting from up above you on the lift and you hear wheels beginning to turn um but the lift isn't coming down it's just going back up okay that's what i was hoping for mm -hmm. but you don't know how long you have right here before people come looking for your body Yep. You can't imagine they're just going to let your body sit here. And there could be a problem if they don't find a body. Oh, yeah. As well. It's an elvish thing. We just disappear. They all know that. Right. Like Jedi. Got it. Yeah. Um... Is, so there's no one around me right now? Not immediately, no. You have to leave your clothes there. Strip. So they know <laughs> that your your body disappeared. Oh, shoot. I don't know what to do. Um, uh, um. Okay, well, while you're thinking... <laughs> Rio. Yes? So... You are in Solace with Ms. New, and she's just pointed out to you. That there is Donna Iron Fist. Oh, and what does she do here? Well, I'm not entirely certain. I don't come here very often. I've only been here once before as a wee girl, but... From what I understand, she's doesn't so much do stuff here, but she is a primary proprietor. Uh, much of the funding um, comes through her house, and her directly, from what I understand. Do you know much about the Iron Fists? Um, yes, I know. I know a little bit about the Iron Fists. Hmm. Let's see. Hmm. 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 Oh, that's. Um. I have a friend who. Oh well. She was an Iron Fist, I should say. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, Rio, people get married down here and, they, you know, don't keep their names after they get married. Typically. They don't keep their names after they get married. I I know it's um, 
seems a bit traditional, especially for a out outsider. Um, uh, it's, it's, uh, typically, no. When um, when they get married, if they're uh, if they're the wife, that is. So she grew up in Iron Fist. Yes. Who is it? Please didn't tell you. Why I've not? told you so much already. Aren't we friends? Hmm. Yes. Oh, I take a step back. <laughs> <laughs> but this is like. Like, I probably shouldn't have told you that my cousin was the king. It's just... I could have... Did you say he was your uncle? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I put that together myself. Oh. Are you so secretive about your nobility here? Hmm... To outsiders, yes. Why? It's just when it comes to like the royal family and things like that, we're not really supposed to talk about these things. But I'm noble too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure you are. Evro means something. You can tell me. Mm. Mm, this is going to be a persuasion check with disadvantage. Um, 20. <laughs> I'll tell you. Well, I won't tell you ever. Okay. I'll tell you something. That's Donna's daughter. Who's Donna's daughter? My friend who got married. And changed her name. Former Iron Fist. The person we've been talking about this whole time. Wow. Um, who's Donna's spouse? Oh, you wouldn't know. Um, well, that's kind of why I'm, you know, there's a bunch of them. Um, Donna's spouse fled the kingdom. And he just left his daughter behind? Hmm. Yeah. Pretty terrible guy. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What's your friend's name? 
already told you more than I should have. Really. This is what friends do. They tell each other secrets. Hmm. Right. Well, it's less of... She's... She was kind of a mentor of mine help, when I was younger and all that now that I'm just realizing that me myself is probably in my mid-twenties, if that, so comparatively, uh, and timeline of things, and didn't have that quite planned out when I was, but, but ultimately, same person, still talking about the same person, Donna's daughter, former Iron Fist. Is she here? Here? No, no, not here. Where is she? Listen, we're gonna have to get off of this subject. I really shouldn't have brought it up if I knew you were gonna be so obsessive about it, really. Okay. But no three headed dragons. One headed dragon. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> No, um, she's taken to your idea about the um, the reflective uh, sculpture. That's a disco ball. Is it? No. No. Mm -mm. That would that would be silly, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. <laughs> That's much warmer. Thank you. <laughs> Um, but Dona is still there. Uh, she continues to just sort of survey. Um, she's many of the people want to greet her specifically, so many people are sort of just crowding around her as she's passing through, just sort of um, inspecting. And she seems very warm and friendly to everybody, um, shaking many, many hands, but ultimately, like. A couple of the attendants with her are starting to clear up the crowd because she's um, clearly just uh, taking way too much time. Hey, um, I am going to kind of see the trajectory she's on, like where she's been and the direction she's heading and mm -hmm. kind of set myself up where she's going to have to walk right by us to get wherever okay. she's going. And I'm going to set up a giant, like a big sketch pad easel something so I can start sketching out my idea and just have this huge evas invasive thing in the way. So hopefully that gets Okay. Great. Um, make a performance check. Natural 20, so that's a 30. Okay. Well, um, uh, attention received. Um, you uh, do just that. You uh, come down, and luckily, where there wasn't space before, there is now that the crowd has... Um, dispersed in that direction you're able to basically put up a large panel with um, some of the equipment that you guys brought along with you 
and you begin doing a sketch and you're just explaining it very um you're um intentionally like playing it up as you're explaining it you're explaining it a little bit louder than you normally would to um to Ms. Neal, and uh, making very, you know, you're drawing it on a much bigger canvas than you normally would. You're using much brighter colors and all sorts of things like that. Um, and you know that you are right in the intended path of Dona and her um, attendants. And before long, As you're facing and scribbling down a couple of details, trying to watch like them out of the side of your eye, you hear somebody clear their throat. <clears throat> My, that's a lovely sketch you have there. Oh, thank you very much. What's your name? Oh. Are you from the surface? Uh, yes. My name's Dona. Dona? And you can see one of her, like, her uh, attendants comes up and, like, whispers in her ears, and they're like, come on, we gotta go. We gotta schedule to stick to... Just, like, waves them off and um, comes up to you. Uh, not looking at you. She's looking at the canvas. This is... This is beautiful. Thank you. It only exists on paper right now. The hard thing is going to be getting it up there. Mm. I always find that to be one of the hardest parts is bringing your imagination into the real life. Do you make art? Um, no, no, uh, I didn't get your name. Oh, um, excuse me. My name is Riona Evero. Evero. Huh. From Apichum, the Evero family in Apichum. Yes. How do you know? Of my family. Um. Are you the Duchess? Mm -hmm. I just know that an young Evero married the Duke. Ah, yes, Diego. No, that would be my sister. Yes, Catherine. Mm. Mm. Your sister. Yes. I guess that would explain your presence here, then. In some roundabout way. Am I, am I correct in that assumption? That I'm here for my sister? Well, not directly for your sister. I just mean your ties to nobility. Yes. 
This is a planned, she's looking back the canvas. This is a planned installation. Ms. Neal. Oh, ah, uh, yes, Donna. It's lovely seeing you again. So you'll be handling the... It's just the, uh... We'll be performing the, uh, fulfilling the contract, and, um, uh, Rio here is, uh, very, very enthusiastic about, um, uh, her ideas for, uh, our, our ideas for certain. Donna just smiles, uh, you can, you can tell she doesn't believe it, uh, her involvement at all, but um, this is something. Do you like it? I really do. It's hmm. something I've always struggled with was these types of expressive um, designs and things like that. I've always tend to favor function over um, artistic design, but it always it's only useful in the moment and it never it's never quite as satisfying an end product, you know? Will you be staying here long, Miss Riona? Here in Solace? Uh, in Ardare. Um, assuming that you're not a planning to become a permanent resident no no not permanently mm. why do you ask just out of curiosity more than anything else you probably didn't come here alone No. I have friends that have taken various jobs. <laughs> oh, good. I actually might need one particular friend's help with this if we're going to execute it correctly. Oh, and who would that be? Um, Diego. You brought, you brought the Duke of Apechum with you. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is stays quite full of surprises. <laughs> it's about to get better. He's shoveling poop on the <laughs> sixth step right now. 
and uh, she doesn't. You can tell she just doesn't believe what you say for a second. It's just like, <laughs> huh? Uh, and good job, Ardare. Diplomatic <laughs> <laughs> <of> relations. <laughs> Um, well, I'm, well, um, both horrified and slightly flattered on the part, on behalf of our dare, horrified because we shouldn't be having, um, dignified guests being, um, subjected to menial labor like that, but slightly slightly uh f flattered uh that he, he would do something like that just to come to our there and all that but uh it's not not ideal um he's very humble <sighs> huh well i uh, do you say that he would be helpful in getting this completed and I'll see what I can do to get him transferred um, if that's what he'd like of course yes I, I cannot build something like this without him I am not equipped for that uh, oh Yes, I definitely understand that feeling. Insight, yeah, please. And, yeah, go ahead. Insight. How in the world? Another natural 20. 23. Uh -huh. Okay. Wow. Well, uh, Ms. Rio with a natural 20, you can tell... There is a twinge of sadness with that statement because she also used to know somebody who um, was a great builder and she seems to relate very intimately with your statement. And position like somebody that, you know, you just can't uh, do something very important without. If you'll excuse me. And, um... As you're shaking her hand. Goodbye. Um you would notice something unusual. You would notice that her hand feels unusually warm. As if she had a fever. Does she seem sick? Does she look sick? Mm. 
Make a medicine check, but you hadn't quite been watching for any signs of that or anything like that. 21. Um, you notice that one of her attendants is basically carrying like a very specific flask that they are holding quite, um, quite tightly. And this isn't like they're drinking water or anything. If you had to guess, it's like medicine specifically for Dona. Are you all right? I'm doing just fine. Well, we have a lot to get done. And I hope that I'll get to see you again. You'll be hearing about this project. Um, getting up and running sooner rather than later. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your help. You as well. It was lovely to meet you. And you as well. And... It's part ways and she is escorted away by her attendants Ms. Neal's like oh, and you believe we just pulled that off <laughs> ah okay the thing's going back up the lift's going back up is he looking over the edge still? No. And is there anyone around? No. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast a major image uh, as my second spell of the day, second and last, and uh, um, basically create an image of my dead body on the ground. Blood coming out. My face isn't totally recognizable. Broken, like my, you know, just gross. Dead body on the ground. And I'm going to, like, roll out of the way and try and get cover somewhere. Okay. And what is uh, your... What's the round that I can get cover in? Well... You might be able to hide... Um... You might be able to find somewhere to hide, but before you go through with this plan, making an image of your body isn't going to necessarily solve your problem. Oh, well, for a minute. Yeah. I've got an idea. I've got an idea. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I just need to get it out of the way so where I can, like, hide and be in hiding, be secure, uh, but also, like, be able to see what's going on with my dead body image. Yeah, okay. I mean, if you're doing a major image, then you can just also create a small barrel in the corner to hide it behind. What else is around? Um... It's a pretty clear area right where you are. There is the cliffside immediately next to you. Okay. 
Are there any buildings around? Um, you're on the second step, so right now there is the tin roof covered area that's about a hundred yards away from you currently. Um, there is a quarry as well, somewhere else nearby. Um, and then Solace is also, all three of those things are probably equidistant from you. There is not a lot of small structures and stuff for you to hide within. Um, what about down in the gears? Is it are they big enough for me to like climb down into? Yeah, there is um, a couple of small buildings right here where like just lift operators and stuff spend most of their time. Um, so but there's none structure. Nobody's um outside of it, which is where you are. Cool, 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 cool. Um So but there is a structure that the lift operators are in. Yes. Okay, I'll run over to the far side of that structure on the side of Solace. Um, and try and hide out there. I'll, if I can, I'll create the image of like the you know barrel or a box or something to hide behind as well. Okay. Little box fort. Uh huh. And I'm just gonna wait. Wait for. Assume someone's gonna come investigate my dead body. Yes. Very potentially, and they're going to find out that isn't a real body. Oh, I know. But I need someone to see what's going to happen. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> Very good. I understand. Um, so, after a certain amount of time, two individuals, rugged um, looking dwarves, um, very, very rugged looking. And, and when I say, I mean handsome. Uh, Kim obviously knows what I mean. Um, yeah. So, two very uh, surprisingly handsome dwarves. Um, they uh, approach the area of the lift, and instead of going towards the lift master's area or towards their uh, quarters that you can see they go behind the building around to where you are and into this slightly open area where your body had landed and you see them heading straight towards it with purpose hey can i hear what they're they aren't saying anything they're just like here we are handsomely walking towards this body handsomely okay got it when they get about mm -hmm. 10 feet from the body, mm -hmm. the body itself is going... So the image I project on it is it's going to start to glow. Okay. So it starts glowing, and then it just gets brighter and brighter and brighter. What do they... How do they react? <laughs> well, they're not enthused. They they are 
they are more worried than anything. They take a couple of steps back, but they're still like, no, you, you go. No, you, no, you, you go touch it. No, you. Um, and it just gets, like, brighter and brighter, like, almost, like, blinding level light. Okay. Uh, just assuming that they're still not going towards it or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. Then the image around it, the earth starts to open up around the body, and the body goes down into the earth. Okay. So it disappears in front of them. Okay. And then above the body, flowers start to come out of the earth. Beautiful, like, elven flowers. Okay, like Mel Magnetos. Uh, okay. And then... I guess we should go. Flowers come up, and they're like. I want to go pick those flowers. What I want to go do. Like seedlings, and like they're growing and growing big. You know, those flowers would go great with your eyes. You should definitely pick those flowers. They die, and then they resorb back down into the earth as well. Okay. Oh, never mind. Okay. Darn. I was totally about to grab those flowers. And then up from out of the ground, oh, no. uh, like a, a chunk of electrum, like this big, that's glowing inside of it, comes up out of the ground. It raises up. What are you doing? And okay. it just starts to like rise up in the air. Okay. They're gonna okay. kill your people now. <laughs> and it just and it just like floats away into nothingness. Basically, once it gets 120 feet away, it will just kind of like <laughs> the big loop the bag gets smaller and smaller. So my body's gone. They saw it happen right there in front of okay, them. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I will, instead of an Electrum just floating away into space, do you want to have left an Electrum piece there that was underneath the illusion the entire time so that it looks like your body just turns into this Electrum that's, ingot? That's actually smarter. No, I will do that. That's great. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay, okay. So That's where I thought it was going. They're on the ground. Because they probably okay. don't know. They don't know, but I'm trying to, like... If it got around, they'd be like, is that what happens to the dead elves or something? Yeah, they're going to murder your entire <laughs> well, race now. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. That's real. But one, one step at a time. I mean, the problem that these two are going to have is trying to explain what they just saw. That's and not that's not problem. Pasha's that's problem not anymore. Problem. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> and so, um, for a little while, they uh, seem very hesitant on picking up that piece of Electrum, but eventually, they do. They go pick it up. And, uh, and just like, what do we do with this thing? Oh, okay, uh, will that just happen? <laughs> uh, no, 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 oh no. We're gonna have to tell them about this, aren't we? No, you're gonna have to tell them about this. Shit, you're right. Okay. Picks up, and eventually, they leave the area with the Electrum in tow. And very confused expressions. Yeah, but... Not my problem. 
Uh, no one's around now. Nope, no one's around. Okay, I need to go get better cover to stay hidden. Um, I know there. Rio obviously call us. Leave me out of it, man. Yeah, you know that. Yeah, you know that she's 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 gonna come back towards the lift at some point. Okay, looking around, what seems the best way to go? To for like just if I want, I just need to hide out for like potentially several hours. Okay, places you could hide. You could go head towards the factory. You could head towards the mine. And there is solace as well, but you're not sure how well that place would be for hiding. Okay, let's head towards the factory. Okay. Towards um, the factory. Those are my um, well, uh, that... you could hide around the uh, Liftmaster's shack and just hide and wait there. Yeah, my well, my major image can only last for ten minutes. So, yeah, but you don't need it to be. You're done with it. So there is a place around that I could hide here, and like I feel like I could hang out for many hours. Right, yeah, there, like like um, you do see a small area where maybe something like um. A nesting animal had made uh, a hole underneath the the shack in the back, but it leads like to underneath um, the hole. Like you could get into their um, a very large nesting crawl, animal. the crawl space beneath the uh, beneath shack. the liftmaster's station. Essentially. Okay, I'm gonna go for there then. Okay, you do that. And I'm just gonna hide out until nightfall. 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 <laughs> are you hiding there? Are you hiding there until nightfall? Or are you instead going to follow Rio, who's just now passing by, um, making her way to the lift? But I can't go back up. I don't know what you're going to do. I'm just presenting are you going back up now are you done uh were you done down here yeah i did what i had to do um i'm going to hide out because <laughs> i don't feel i don't feel like i can go back up to the sixth step or to the third step and be safe even like the lift master will see me or something you know potentially mm -hmm. i need to hide out for now Okay. Do you want to maybe inform Rio that you need to hide out for a little while? Is Rio with? Rio is with Ms. Neal, but there m might be a way to at least get her attention because you know that Rio okay. can communicate with you guys um, non-verbally oh. if she knows to communicate with you. Got it. Um, I don't want to go as far as hitting the panic button because that'll freak out Athena and Diego too, and who knows? Right, exactly. Um, is my major image ten minutes up at this point, or do I still have any time left? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be it would be up at this point. It'd be up at this point. Um Uh Yeah, if she's walking by then I'll try and get her attention. Rio! Rio! Toss toss tiny pebble at her boot or something like that. Yeah. I will turn my head. You turn your head and <laughs> I <laughs> In a in a crawl space beneath this uh, this lift area, you see a shadowy figure, um, event like uh, skulking and hiding, and eventually figure out that it's Tosh. I uh, I'd like try and stick my head out a little bit, and I do like the call me gesture. <laughs> okay, he does this, which virtually means nothing to you because it wouldn't mean anything to you. It just looks like he's saying, a small bull gored my face. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> uh, I say, to me. I'll start walking over to him. <laughs> That's fine, you can come over. If you feel comfortable enough. No, because I'm trying to figure out what the heck you're doing, because you're being super shady. And and Ms. Right, Neal's with you as message. well. I'll be like, I'll be like, shh. Yeah. Okay, I'll cast message. May I help you? No, what do I even say? <laughs> I have to stay here. What is going on, Tom? Everyone thinks I'm dead. No, well, not everyone. Athena and Diego don't even know. The dwarves think I'm dead. Why? Just if you see a dwarf and they say I'm dead, I'm dead. (laughs) Of course, that's what happened to you. I have to stay here. Under the lift? I don't have anywhere else to go. What happened, They can't find me. What happens if they find you? And who's they? All of them. What have you done? (laughs) just <laughs> I, I shouldn't have said anything I'm sorry <laughs> carry on I'll rejoin with you on the sixth step uh, I think you should probably stay here I will stay here until nightfall maybe tomorrow morning actually great <laughs> I assume I'm still like walking by. I've always loved Ms. Neal's like, are you even listening to anything I've been saying to you for the last three minutes? What? It, I swear, it's like you're completely aloof. I'm so And your mind sorry. is somewhere else. I thought we were having a good conversation, but I guess we're not. It's I'm fine. sorry. I have a very bad habit of daydreaming. <laughs> it's okay. Will you please repeat yourself? Okay, so, in the sixth grade, no, just kidding, but (laughs) she does begin her story again. I'm just watching Tosh out of the corner of my eye. Like, what the actual... I'm sorry I said anything. (laughs) It probably would have been better if I just stayed here. You wouldn't have known any better. I'm alive, I'm not really dead. But don't tell them that. 
hit to the lift and it begins its ascent and you just watch as that uh, the roof to the liftmaster's quarters get smaller and smaller and you reach the top. Continuing your long walk, long walk with Ms. Neal. Um, get all the way to the next lift and start making your way. Like I've explained before, these aren't just single lifts. There's actually two, and they work in tandem. When one goes up, the other goes down, and vice versa. And as you're coming up, you lock eyes with Diego, who's on his way down. I'm carrying him. To the, to the third step. Third step. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got a bunch of like presentation supplies <laughs> that I'm carrying. Hey, Rio. Hi, Diego. I will message him. Tosh is dead, but he's not dead. Oh, oh dear. Tosh is dead. Keep an where? eye out for Tosh. I think he's in trouble. Where is he? He's lying low you on the second He's never going to be able to now. <laughs> Don't worry about it right now. But I need to help him, though. Where Where can I find no, no, him? No, 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 no. You can't help him right now, Diego. He's past no, help. She said, she said, she, she said he's lying low. <laughs> Wink. Mm -hmm. Everything you need to know. Did you just see him? Like, what? Like, how did you? When did he talk to you? Just briefly. He's okay. Just this is, he's not, I don't, I don't even know. Do you, you shouldn't know? have said anything either. I shouldn't have said anything. You shouldn't have said anything. Oh, well, I the have cycle to continues. So the, the important information that was uh, passed off to you, Diego, is uh, Tosh, you might hear Tosh is dead, <laughs> but he is not dead. He is actually hiding. So when you hear Tosh is dead in the upcoming future, know that he isn't dead. Um, Still act but like, act like he is dead. dead. But yes, yes, exactly. Wailing. But did did Rio? Did you specifically tell me not to go look for him, or is that a yes? I said don't. Don't. There's nothing you can do about it right now. Oh, okay. Just be aware of that situation. Uh, und understood. <laughs> if you run off to be a vigilante hero again, you're going to screw this up for all of us. Just lay low, too, okay? Okay. Tosh is doing a great job of that on his own. Gosh. Where are you going? How's the poop business? <laughs> <laughs> It's going really well. I'm, I'm going to go. Also, I put in a good word with your mother. <laughs> she doesn't know it's your mother. Also, you have a secret sister. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> Wait, what? I wouldn't tell him. I wouldn't tell him there. It's the wrong time. I save, save that for later. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, armed with that information, I <laughs> try to 
refocus myself on my presentation. <laughs> right. Speaking of which, get down to the third third step. Make your way past the barracks. And you come to another area very similar to the Pugmu um, enclosure. A similar fence around the outside. Seems uh, this one's a little bit <coughs> more. It's it's a much smaller enclosure, but the fence itself is much more heavy duty. Okay. You come to the front area. There is a door that leads to um building attached to the outside you enter in and in this room is a very large desk and you see a very um busy looking dwarf on the other side of it um he's going over some contracts and papers and looks up at the door opening only briefly to see you and the supervisor and does a double take and looks back at you. Yes. This is the outside that you were talking about. Hey, this surface dweller and he's got so many ideas <laughs> for our operation here. Uh, it's ooh, this guy. All right. Well, um, Diego, Diego, was it? Um, yes. Nice to meet you, Thorazin. And I heard that you wanted to speak with me. Um, yes, I, I did. I, um, I, I have a, a presentation here for you um, about. Oh, hold on, hold on. Before you get started. And he points to the, um, your supervisor. <laughs> Nislin. I forgot his name was Nislin. Yeah, Nislin. Uh, Ms. Neil and Nislin. Good. That's great. Good, 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 good. Um, but yeah, uh, Nislin, he's, he's back there. Ah, uh, you don't need me for this part, right? It's like... Yes, that's what I was about to say. You're excused. Thank you, Nislin. All right, Diego. What have you got for me? Um, well, I, I do have... Uh, so has the, guy, has the supervisor left? Um, oh, yeah, that's um, right. I should leave, especially since we just said that I should leave. I'm going... Anyway, I'm I'm going to leave now and uh, goodbye. And he's gone. All right, so it's just a private meeting then with Thorazin right now, correct? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Um, Thorazin, I I do have a, a presentation and and things to help with the Pugmus, but I had a more pressing matter that I wanted to to bring up to you. Um, my my name is. Diego Ironfist. Uh, I'm the adopted son of Aelin Ironfist. 
and he shared stories about you to me when I was a child, and I was hoping I could get your help. Um, and I don't know if I don't know if Aelin ever told you about me or if you're aware of that or not. And he stands up and he comes over to stand in front of you, just looking you up and down. Um, I'll pull out the, the wrist rocket and flip it around to the, to the hilt where it's got the iron fist, uh, like the stamp that was given to me by Aelin. And I'll just present that to him as just kind of a token of something from Aelin mm. to try and help validate my story. And yeah, and he examines it and it was quite a surprise when my uncle just up and disappeared like that. Wasn't sure how to process what they were saying about him. You've been with him this whole time? Almost all of the time I believed that that he was gone. Um, I mean, I was a child, you know, when he first took me in. We were separated some time ago. I believe that's when he he was returning to our dare is when we were separated. Hmm. Did did he die on his way? Did have you not heard that I was told that he was brought back and arrested? Here in Ardair. Is that not true? He came back. Can I make an insight check on that? Yes. To twelve. Well, uh, he seems surprised. I hadn't heard any of that. So what I've gathered is that he was brought back and then he was charged with treason. I don't fully understand all of the allegations against him, but... I know that he's a good man and I'm trying to find him because the last I heard from him sounded like he was in trouble and I'd like to do anything I can to help him.
Like I said, I wasn't aware that he had returned, but news travels but strangely down here. Sometimes certain information intentionally doesn't really ever make its way past a certain step. It seems strange, but surprisingly easy to control the flow of information. Because it's only word of mouth on the steps and any very little actual information travels between. And here we are on the third. I know that this is news to you, but do you have any ideas of how we might go about finding Aelin? Hmm. Well, if he did return and he's been arrested, then he's probably holed up in pendings. Um out of game question did we already confirm that he's not in pendings that... yes you did okay i just want to make sure that I, that as a as a diego yes. knows yeah. that he's not there okay mm -hmm. um i've been here for a little while and i'm here with some friends and we've tried to gather information um and we have one of my friends that's actually working at pendings and we've confirmed that Aylin's not being held there so I was hoping maybe you knew of some other place that they might take him. Or if you had any other ideas. No. Pendings. I mean, that's like the only real place where we keep where he would be sent it's there isn't really any other place as a prior warden were there no other places that you would keep maybe if you had someone who you thought was incredibly dangerous there was no other place that you would take someone Well, that's just it. There isn't really criminal processing outside of pendings. Do you have any contacts from your previous work with the wardens that you could work with to try and track down where he might have been taken then? I can try to pull a few strings. Anything that you can do to help us would be greatly appreciated. I I don't want to to put you in danger <clears throat> with this, but it's very important to me that we help Aelin 
if we can. Hmm. Well. Yeah. Much like I said, it's just as much a surprise to me. I'll help you find them. Thank you. Again, after all, and like I said, I didn't really believe what they said about him. What were the rumors that you heard? <clears throat> no. I helped somebody escape middle of a criminal investigation. An outsider, actually. Help! <laughs> uh, I, was, I was waiting for if he was going to continue or not. But yeah. Sorry. So who was who was this outsider? I have. You have the answers. I have the answers. When thank you for asking when it happened because that made me double check the actual line that I was referencing, and it was very incorrect. Um, it's all good. Got to the bottom of yes. it. This um, this occurred. Let's see. My mouth is really bad. So if I take that, eighteen years ago. So, <coughs> sorry. Um, <clears throat> this is out of game. So I'm just trying to put. So like, eighteen years ago, Aelin, uh like the. I guess what he was saying is like oh, like so 18 years ago the alien was involved in the murder of someone that was the rumors that okay, so, sorry he helped alien alien fled and he helped two outsiders two yes visitors okay um, help them get out of here before the wardens really even knew to come and arrest them. Who was it that was murdered? It was it was a a Lady Altus and a Lady Everall. The so those were the two people that fled. Right. And who was it that was killed? Wow. I don't know. Something happened. Something happened. And. In the first or second step. 
There was I was working the outer gates at the time. Very sparse information was available. Do you know where I might recover the I'm sure there must have been some sort of paperwork done somewhere. Well, there certainly was, but that's long gone. They wouldn't keep a record of that? There was an enormous effort by one of one of the houses to cover this all up. If that's the case, then maybe that's why Aelin's missing and not in pendings. It's very true. But yes, like I said, Well, I didn't explicitly say this part, but I did know somebody died, but the only reason I knew that was because I was a warden at the time. You're looking for somebody responsible for a killing. Later, when I asked questions, I was simply told not to ask questions. Do you know of any of the wardens that would have been there or witnessed who was killed? Someone I could talk to? No, I don't think so. All right. Um, I, I also learned that Aelin had a wife, uh, Dona. Yes. Uh, yes, he did. Do, do you know her very well? Does, I guess. My aunt, yes. I. It's been hard for the Iron Fists ever since that day. And it's, she's done... I mean, the only reason I'm able to work here is the work that she did to repair our name, really. Do you think she'd be willing to meet with me and talk with me? She, I, she doesn't know that I exist, and so I'm worried about approaching her with this information given what she's been through yeah that's a that's a tough call i i don't know i don't know how 
she sees Aelin and I worry she's under enough stress, but it's... I don't know how she thinks about Aelin, uh, whether it's still positively or she absolutely despises him. And it's, I, I couldn't necessarily blame her if that were the case. Well, and you're very in connection with him after his disappearance. It's difficult to guess how she would react. I'll be cautious for now and try and find the right time, but. Thank you for taking the time to meet with me. Nice. Um, I don't know if you still care or not for the presentation, that's, but you know that's true. Actually, I um, <laughs> I would love to hear your presentation. Actually, I'd love to show you what we got going on here as well. I could well, use I mean, a trusted set of hands. Come with me. Yeah. Lead the way. And he steps uh, into the back of the office. Um, there's a large metal door that he um, puts in like a, a combination into and turns a very large crank. It's this big, heavy door, and you feel a rush of like hot air come from the other side. Ah, right. And he reaches over um, aside the door and grabs two very um, heavy woolen mitts, um, like heavy-duty like oven mitts, industrial industrial ones. And he's like, "Actually, grab a pair for yourself." Kind of like blacksmith uh, gloves. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, so he's he's carrying those along with him. And sending, well, it's been a while since we've actually bred any, but it's we just got to go ahead to develop a new clutch. We saved some eggs from the last batch. And uh, as he's explaining, bringing you down into an area, you see... Um, Again? Collecting babies. <laughs> Babies, <laughs> a lot of babies in a big old nursery in front of you. Um, and um, he brings you down to what is what looks like a, a raised crater, um, and and uh, inside of this crater there are a dozen or so of these oval eggs um they look like they are sitting in about four inches of water um and it's steaming and you realize it's like volcanic uh hot heated water right here like a hot spring in this area back here 
and he's explaining to you along the way. Keep them down here at a certain temperature, we just added them back in when we got the go-ahead. And they should we should see activity within the next couple of days. You'll want to be careful. Um you're armed, right? Uh, I am, but could could you Right. Keep your weapon handy. We're going to go a little bit further in. I'll introduce you to the mother. All right. <laughs> ah, Sheila's been down here for, well, decades. And she's not really going to be sold anytime soon, but she does guard the nest. And it's uh, weird that she hasn't already tried to pounce on us since we've come in here. Can I make a and to like make sure I'm not yes <laughs> yes go ahead and make a perception check. Okay. Natural twenty twenty three. Ooh, okay, so uh, you've come a little bit closer to the um, the spring nursery, the the hot hot spring nursery, and uh, he's saying this like looking around, and that's when you hear something directly behind you. You hear what you thought for a moment was steam escaping, but it's actually a hiss. That changes into a low growl, rumbling. And you turn around and find yourself face to face with what looks like a small dragon. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it doesn't have any wings. It's much longer in the body, almost like a wolf that's 12 feet long and 6 feet tall. Oof. There you are! And Thorzen comes over and slaps it on the shoulder and says, This is a guard drake. And hopefully you can help me introduce the next generation into this world. And that's where we're going to end this session. <laughs>